And this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a check. Wait, what is this? <laughs> it's not a check. Hi, I'm Ashley. And I'm joining this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a Weird Friends production. <laughs> Welcome to the Challenge Yourself podcast. Two friends, one in mental health and one in public health, decided to get together in the midst of a mind blowing pandemic. To bring you short but mighty daily messages to lift and encourage your spirit. Tune in. Yep. And challenge yourself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Welcome to the uh-huh. challenge. <laughs> okay, one more time. <laughs> Greetings. Welcome to the Challenge Yourself podcast where I have a dog who has decided to sit on my lap. <laughs> shoes that need to be washed because they are disgusting oh no and everything else so this is the brain and body update though so oh. that's cool yeah yeah <laughs> well that was an update uh, that mm-hmm. was an update <laughs> i feel like we have to update each other on so many things and our podcast community as well so Hey, I just gave you all a life update. Actually, this is my first podcast since my phone screen was cracked into like 15 different sections. Mm -mm -mm. And I was like, excuse me, Mm -mm. the audacity of the phone. Mm -mm. Y'all know it's the audacity. Yes, Mm. because, you know, I'm an Apple iPhone, MacBook aficionado. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what is this? So mm-hmm. it affected my mental health. Oh my gosh. Girl. It affected my mental health. Like oh. I felt like, you know, we've got a lot of changes going on in our country. And so mm. what in the world? We've got so many mm. changes and now I've got to deal with a cracked screen. And do you mm-hmm. know when they told me that they could, I mean, because this is the thing. They told me that they could repair the screen like two days before my birthday. So in like Ooh, two weeks. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So homegirl is not happy, but Mm-mm. we're just so excited for our podcast community to be a part of our brain and body update. Yes. Every week we try to bring you some research on the brain and the body, because as you remember, we are coming from mental and public health, and yes. we got to give you the deets. I mean, you can't have a week without at least having some news, and we're not just talking about the coronavirus or, yes. you know. <laughs> beyond corona. Yeah, beyond corona, or the fact that my, my orange shoes actually do need to be washed. But the oh, reality. The orange ones. Yeah, the orange oh. ones. The ones that are empowering, <laughs> they need to be washed immediately. Yeah. So. Anyway, I'm going first and I am talking. Y'all, I'm, I'm, let me just tell you. Now, I Mm -hmm. always have something going on. And so for the past couple of weeks, I've been digging back into Eric Barker. And you all know last week's brain and body update, I talked about Eric Barker's, um, Mm -hmm his work and his blog. And I wanted to just start off by saying, yep, I'm referencing him yet again, but this time it's because of a New York times article. Now I'm on the mental health side, everybody. So, you know, uh, bear with me for just a second. There was (laughs) 
there was a study completed uh, and uh, there was a study that looked at our connection to social media. So basically, mm-hmm. you know, we all can say we have a pretty heavy connection to social media, a lot of us anyway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some articles have said, well, that can be healthy. And in the age of, of the pandemic, um, we've had to be connected virtually. Mm-hmm. So get it. Totally got it. Okay, good. Um, however, this, I guess this blog was written prior to the pandemic. And I'm going to talk about this from a framework of where we are now um, versus where we were then. So um, this was written, I think this is 2018, but there was a study that was done. It was a longitudinal study and it looked at the association of Facebook use with compromised well-being. And so Holly Shakya, S-H-A-K-Y-A, and Nicholas Christakis. You know, it's interesting to me Mm -hmm. that people have the most unique last names Mm -hmm. that are doing these studies. I'm like, so... You know what? When I when I when I look at my own last name and I'm like, you know, that's really easy to pronounce for me mm-hmm. anyway. I hope I it is for other names people. like yours. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, easy to cite. But I, I appreciate these names too because it's almost like you know I'm going into another world when I'm talking about other researchers. <laughs> so uh, Yale, they this is Yale. Okay, so Yale mm-hmm. they did a study. Uh, they used fifteen or not fifteen. That would be a different kind of study. We'll talk about that a different time. <laughs> 5,200 people Ooh. were utilized for this study. Okay. And what they found was that uh, the use of Facebook was negatively associated with well-being. Oh. And I, I and, and this is interesting because when they did this research, they didn't publish it in like the Journal of Psych. They didn't publish it in, you know, any of the, you know, American Counseling Association journals and things like that. Do you know where they published it? Hmm. They published the research in actually uh, a public health journal. They published it in the American Journal of Epidemiology. Really? The study of disease. Wow. And, yeah. And looking at those kinds of things. So social media basically and we'll start with facebook but we know there's tons of different kinds of social media was negatively associated with well-being so um barker goes on to talk about a book that came out that was called digital minimalism and there's a there's i'm going somewhere with this so the it's called digital minimalism choosing a focused life in a noisy world And this was written by Cal Newport. So one of the answers to social media, some of our addiction to it um, and the constant scrolling, the 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 really the negative well-being outcomes that were found because they had a really healthy uh, study population. Fifty two hundred is healthy. That's a good number to Mm. to study. What they, you know, what, what Eric, or not Eric, Cal is talking about in his book is that we need to look at how much we're using 
social media. And one of the ways that we can do that is through digital minimalism. And so, you know, it's he and, and, and let me let me just say why this is important. Cal is not a, a psychologist. Cal is actually a professor of computer science. <laughs> really? So we, we've got the Yale researchers publishing in the epidemiology journal. And now we've got an author of a book on digital minimalism who is in computer science. Wow. And so <laughs> what basically happened is that we joined forces, a lot of different disciplines joined forces. And so the basic thing is of digital minimalism is this. It's the philosophy of technology where you focus your online time in a small number of carefully selected and optimized activities that strongly support the things that you value. And then you happily miss out on everything else. So instead of feeling and cluttering your mind with everything, everybody, every celebrity, every news article, every breaking news, you know, you're, you're filling your mind with all of this information. Mm. You decide to, you basically minimalizing that you're taking time to become more of a minimalist and focusing on those topics that you value most that can help you with some of the mood issues, issues of comparison, self-sabotage, and things such as that. And so while we have great devices, I mean, our, our phones, our tablets, our computers, they provide mm-hmm. so many different benefits. Um, what digital minimalism does is say, let's be more deliberate and mm-hmm. let's be more intentional about our technology use. So digital minimalists see new technologies as tools. And that's mm-hmm. the main thing from coming from the book. Tools to be used to support things they value, not as the value itself. They don't accept the idea that offering some small benefit is justification for allowing an attention gobbling service into their lives. Mm-hmm. So it's important to keep in mind of that um, when we're starting to look at our own overuse. And, and so there's, there's things that you can do just like you would declutter your house you can actually declutter your life in terms of how you utilize the phone. So like, for mm-hmm. example, you may decide to have business hours, for example, where you're able to talk on the phone, but it's only from this time to this time, or you're going to scroll on the phone from this time to this time. And you're going to choose the things that you truly value. Like, you know, really. So if oh. you're if you're valuing environmental kinds of things, then you're going to choose environmental kinds of things. Right. If you're going if you value, um, you know, looking at stocks and finance kinds mm-hmm. of things, maybe you're a Dave Ramsey, Financial Peace University aficionado, then you're you're then really that then your your Internet and your social media time should reflect that versus I'm going to just be, you know, scrolling on all the different social media sites and YouTube all day long looking for stuff. 
because one video will lead you to one article will lead mm. you to someone's page oh and then i know mm. someone else and oh and then i found this <laughs> and the next thing you know you've got a bunch of mess that's true and you're constantly checking your phone Mm-hmm. And so really what we need to do is manage our technology better. And I think that that's essential is managing it because yeah. what it does is it helps you increase the quality of your life. Schedule that time in advance. Think about what you're going to spend. I'm going to spend two hours a day on social media. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are influencers out there, then schedule your post. Schedule all of your posts for social media, uh, you know, and you don't have to interact with somebody just because they sent a message. And there was a lady who Mm. said uh, on here, she said something like uh, she expressed concern that if she didn't leave a comment on a friend's latest baby picture, Mm. it would be noted as a callous omission. I'm like, so if the friendship is really like essential, why why wouldn't you find other ways not just commenting on the picture but you know if you're such good friends can't you send her an email or a snail mail (laughs) i don't understand this Mm. process so pick up the phone you know send Mm. a card things like that i really and i you know i'm not one to really push books but i plan to read digital minimalism choosing a mm. focused life in a noisy world i plan to read that and i think that you know some of the things that we can do to really help our mental health right now in this time that we're living in um and as i train people all over this country and we do webinars i am seeing mm. a lot of this i'm mm. seeing a lot of reliance on social media for our emotional affect for our Mm. uh just for our own validation posting stuff just to see how many people will like it and one of the things that we've got to do is get out of that mindset and Mm -hmm. so for me when i look at this work that the researchers did and they said that there were negative outcomes for, for spending all this time on social media. And then this book on digital minimalism comes out. I think it's time for a, uh, what do you call it? A restructuring mm-hmm. of the way we spend our time. If you're working from eight to five, for example, and you know during that time what you may be working on. Here's the thing. You can structure all the rest of your day the same way. Maybe you're going to respond to people who have sent you messages on social media at a certain time. For Mm -hmm. me, it's morning and evening a lot of times, or maybe when I have time in the middle of the day. But people should not expect an immediate response, nor should they expect me to feel like I need to post every day, nor should I expect that from myself. Mm. Whereas we're already putting a lot of pressure on ourselves, then I want you guys to think about your mental health. I want you, everyone, to think about your mental health and ask yourself, has your mental health gotten better as you've been connected to all of these different apps? Mm. Has your mental health gotten stronger? Do you feel more confident? Do you feel more self-assured? Do you feel like you've stopped self-sabotaging? Do you feel like you're less depressed and less anxious? If you have said yes to those, okay. But for a lot of you, the answer is no, you don't feel better. Mm -hmm. 
you don't feel smarter. You don't feel wiser. You don't feel more in control of your life. You feel more out of control. Mm -hmm. And so that is the update for your brain today. And a challenge to you to really look at how you can declutter, not just your home, but your whole life. Okay. Mm. And let's start with the phone. Let's start with the tablet. Let's start with the PlayStation. Let's start with Netflix. Let's start with Hulu. Let's start looking at ways that we can declutter and really get back to basics with some of these things because a lot of us are going to therapists with attention issues frankly because we've spent so much time scrolling back and forth between different apps that Mm. we can't pay attention to anything we can't focus on anything because we're constantly overstimulated I can't get my work done well how much time did Mm. you spend on your phone my weekly time for um uh, for uh, I think screen time, you know, Apple, shares, oh, yeah. you know, shares your weekly time. Uh-huh. It said it was up fifteen percent. I said, "How in the world is that oh, wow. possible?" And then I said, "Well, what have I been doing?" You know, and I had to kind of look back through what I've been doing, and I encourage the rest of you to do the same. Mm. So that is your brain update. Challenge yourself. You know, you don't have to become a complete minimalist where you just disconnect from people but you probably do need to look at your time and develop some business hours for yourself such as a time when your do not disturb comes on uh and i don't mean midnight i mean (laughs) your do not disturb Mm. may need to come on at 8 p.m your apps may need you may need to stop checking your phone and like literally sit down and and do some reading, do something that you value, something that's going to bring you some of the things that you said you wanted, your dreams, you know? Anyway, that's mm, my mm, thought, mm. Ashley. That's mm, where mm, I am. Mm. I, you know, I was, I was perusing old Eric Barker emails yeah. and saw that study and it reminded me of many different um, studies that I've seen, many different uh-huh. uh, journal articles that I've read. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know, and I want to know how many Mm. people's lives have improved because Mm. they are utilizing social media, sometimes 10 to 12 hours a day. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was such a good study because, you know, I would like to know the effects too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because it's true. We do over time. um, I know now they say, our attention span is very short and people are taking a lot of drugs to control so they can, so they can focus. The Mm -hmm. drug is meant to control the focus. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm like, but, and then they want to say, well, I have adult ADHD and I'm like, well, let's look at your, let's look at your life. Let's look at your home. Let's look at the, the things that you're doing electronically. Mm hmm. And if you're on the computer, like for me, you know, as a tele uh, mental health provider at this point, because I'm not seeing any clients in person Mm -hmm. for me, you know, I'm on technology a lot of the day. Yeah. And I'm wondering why, you know, things that I used to be able to remember really easily are becoming more difficult has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with age. It has everything to do with constant overstimulation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's good is something to think about. Uh, Those of you, uh, this is your brain and body update. 
mm. mind body connection so mm. my body mm. right is going to be impacted by the fact that i'm overstimulated from social that's media true. that's true yep it sure will be i can imagine that affecting your sleep yep you know uh, you yeah. know oh, um, yes. uh, you, your mood yep um, I mean, I can just probably sit here and think of some stuff. Probably your stress too. Probably your cortisol levels, exactly, which contribute to stress. Like I really feel like that could affect so many things. Not to mention your eye health. Exactly. Um, that people and don't that's think why about. I use blue light glasses. Yeah. But then you know, I'm like, again, we all are going to have to look at how we can. And, and one of the things I've been working on this year is mm-hmm. minimal, be, becoming more minimalist anyway. You know, Mm -hmm. decluttering, but not only decluttering, but not buying a whole lot of crap. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is it for? What is the purpose of it? Mm -hmm. You know, and so I think that it's important for us to look at. I think it's going to be helpful. And and honestly, you know, as we uh, some of us uh, continue to respect the uh, uh, the boundaries that the state has provided (laughs) regarding uh, the pandemic. Um, you know, I've, I've just made a a concerted effort to Mm -hmm. say, you know what, this is the new norm. And while other people may be out here sunning and funning, uh, I am looking at my own life and saying, ah, you know what? I value my life more than I do sitting out here at this restaurant crowded, Mm -hmm. which isn't supposed to be the case, but Mm -hmm. sitting out here at this restaurant crowded with a bunch of people while I'm on my cell phone. Okay, because that's still going on. And <laughs> and taking pictures and selfies and, ooh, we're out chilling, you know, making a comeback. Mm. The summer's about to make a comeback. Like, nah. Ooh, okay, mm. so I'm done. Mm. Oh, speaking of comebacks, <laughs> I'm not even going to finish that sentence. <laughs> that was really good. I think that is important. Yep. Oh, that article. Because I tell you what, you know what? I think I had gotten to the point where I just stopped looking at the weekly reports. Because mm-hmm. one time it shocked me too. And I was like, wait, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, it was actually you. really good. It will shock you and it will make you say, it should make you say, you know what? What am I doing to mm-hmm. bring these numbers down? Just like with the Fitbit and the Apple Watch, you know, it's like, oh, I got to get my steps in. I'm oh, like, yeah. it should be. <laughs> Wow, how low can I get my screen time down to? Uh-huh. That's right. And that means people are going to have to find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Hurry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm done. Speaking of health, you know, I was actually thinking about kind of my diet, if you will, throughout mm-hmm. this quarantine mm-hmm. or just situation. And when I say diet, I don't mean going on a diet, just how I've been eating. Um, what diet? I, I don't. I don't even know what exactly. that means right now. I don't either. The food that's been down my gullet, <laughs> as they say. And so, <laughs> I was literally, I like in general. Before we even decided to, you know, what articles we were going to talk about today, I was just thinking. I said, "Man, I went to the grocery store yesterday. I said, let me go ahead and get some berries and stuff that I know I need, just you know, for some hormonal balance issues I have." Mm-hmm. I said, "Let me get the stuff I know that can help me because <laughs> I've been eating like garbage lately, right?" Mm-hmm. And so. Today, when I was thinking about um, what to talk about, I said, you know what, let me bring up kind of a controversial topic. And 
we we talk about multivitamins and just vitamins a lot, right? Mm. And some you of hear different trash. Some of it is trash, mm-hmm. exactly. And and you know there are people who feel like you know there's no point of taking multi or vitamins at all. Like I I've had doctors um, tell me, oh you don't need vitamins, you get that in your food. Well. I actually, the garbage I've been eating, the McDonald's fries I've been chugging, the Taco Bell, apparently the the blizzards I've been eating. So, you know, y'all know what I mean out there. And so I came across this article from the Harvard School of Public Health. And oh, Harvard. So, you know, it's going to be on point because it's Harvard, darling. Um, In the article, I actually love the title of it because it says the nutrition insurance policy, a daily multivitamin. Right. And I I like the way they said that a a nutrition insurance policy. So basically, the article is talking about um, the uses of vitamins the what they do are they helpful and they mention in this article that a lot of people not just you know researchers doctors believe that vitamins are useless because you get it from your diet well what harvard school of public health was saying here is that you know yes that's true if you eat certain things in your diet but they also know it most people don't Therefore, you know, they talked about the the risks and the benefits. And basically they said, if you know that you don't eat a lot of foliage and berries every day, Mm. let's just be honest. If you're not getting that every day um, in good amounts Mm. and in good quality, because that's a whole nother thing. Mm. If you're not getting that every day, then they said the um, benefits of taking a multivitamin and certain vitamins every day um, outweighs outweighs any risks, and it's better to go ahead and have that nu- nutritional vitamin insurance policy to fill in the gaps. And really, that's what they pressed in this article is to fill in the gaps that you're missing from your diet. Um, and another thing that I thought was actually really interesting because I've heard this before, but you know, maybe a lot of people haven't heard this. Um, so you know, for us women. They talked about folic acid. Mm-hmm. And I know many women, um, everybody who's been pregnant or thinking about being pregnant, I know y'all all know about this. And maybe other people do as well, but you hear about folic acid a lot for pregnancy. However, I remember years ago, a friend actually told me she takes prenatal vitamins all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she just takes them normally. And it was partially for the folic acid. And they said that um, it actually may lower for people who are not you know, pregnant or, you know, that's not why they're taking it. It may lower the risk of heart disease, colon cancer, and breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And so they talked about that. And another vitamin, there were two, I believe, that um, they mentioned. So before I go into those, something interesting that they said is, you know, beware of the like super vitamins and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they talked about some of the things you see on TV. Oh, this one's going to do this for you and you need this much of that and that much of this. And they said, beware of those. However, they said, you know, the normal recommendation on the package is usually good enough except for a couple of vitamins. And they actually mentioned, I believe it was vitamin E Mm -hmm. was one. Mm -hmm. And the other one was vitamin D, which Mm. some of us may have heard about. I don't think we have really realized the importance of vitamin D. And we hear about vitamin D getting it from the sun. However, they say, and it's written in this article, that 
that is the one vitamin they recommend you take an extra supplement for um, yeah. because you just, you don't get enough. And what they say about it is it can actually lower the risk of colon and, and possibly many other cancers as well as other chronic diseases. Mm-hmm. And this isn't in this article. However, I have come across articles. Uh, we were talking about Corona, right? Yep. Um, I've come across articles where they said, you know, vitamin D can, may, may play a role in helping you combat coronavirus. So, you know, I wanted to kind of bring this subject up because so many people talk about, even in my own family, talk about, I don't need to take vitamins. You know, I get it in my food yet. I'm thinking about what they ate all day. And I'm like, but you ain't eat nothing green, no. Or, you know, and I'm like, but how did you get any vitamins today when you ate bread and hot dogs? Like, I'm just confused. <laughs> Not bread. It's, Not bread and you, hot dogs. Bread and hot dogs, shall. I, you know what I mean? And then have some cookies or something. I'm like, that's not, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not helping And you. I know that we're a comfort <laughs> food society right now. Yes. And, yes. you know, beforehand, pre, pre-COVID, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people were ketoing hard. They were, yes. they were whole 30. Oh. They were doing it. Okay. <laughs> paleo. They were, yes, they were. Vegan it up. Veganese. Every time I hear paleo, I think of like archaeology, but. I do too. I, <laughs> I think, I think to myself, you know, people were doing, I mean, they were in the gym. Folks were mm-hmm. just, it wasn't even about a summer body. It was just yep. about going hard and That's I right. get it. So I totally get that, you know, we've been stay at home and folks have just been doing what they could do to survive. But Mm -hmm. I do think that going forward, um, there, there has to be a shift in the way that we eat. We're going to have to, we're going to have to make some significant changes again, because I know even for me, the past three months, like, Oh, if I looked at my diet, I'd be like, oh, if I really took a really deep look, mm. it's ugh, it's not something that's noteworthy. So mm-hmm. uh, I agree. I think I think that we do need to um, we need to go back to the colorful plate. That's what I call it. Yeah, it's the colorful absolutely. plate. It's the plate that has beautiful like you talked about foliage when it has Mm -hmm. it's colorful it's beautiful to look at and healthy and nutritious to eat we you know we can still shop on the perimeter of the grocery store i know it's kind of weird uh now with beef prices i think being really high or Mm -hmm. you know um just this feeling of just wanting to go for the comfort food Mm -hmm. yeah i totally get that so Mm -hmm. i get what you're saying i mean i think I think that we do have to have that insurance and, but it's got to be a good vitamin. And that's the thing. It's got to be an excellent vitamin, not just something you're going to urinate out, you know, but something Mm -hmm. that you're going to, most of it's going to be absorbed by your body. That's right. Because if it's not being absorbed, like if you're just peeing it out after a few hours, excuse my language, but if you're, Mm -hmm. if you are, then what was the point? That's right. So. And you know what? That's a good point because I think some people that probably helped feed into that notion that these aren't doing anything for me. Yeah. And it's because you're number one may not be taking it right mm-hmm. and at the right times of the day mm-hmm. because some vitamins you need to eat it with food. Mm-hmm. Like I know what my vitamin D I'll take it with food. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, some of some people are just having really cheap vitamins. Um, <laughs> and that's a whole nother thing, because when you're picking a vitamin, I know I've had doctors tell me, oh, just get this one. But I'm yeah. aware that especially with for some other issues that I have going on, I'm very aware of how the vitamin has been derived. So when I say that, I mean, are they plant based vitamins? Mm-hmm. You know, are they natural vitamins that have been pulled from plant, actual living plants? Mm-hmm. Or are they synthetic? Because I don't want synthetic vitamins and synthetic vitamins are not really going to be processed by your body like that, in my opinion. You know, I think you got to go for good stuff too. So you do. And that may mean investing. And Mm -hmm. just like, you know, some people were investing in great vacations this summer, Mm -hmm. take that money and, you know, hopefully you had an insurance policy and you're able to get your money back, but take that money and invest in some good vitamins invest in your body, invest in uh, some good, healthy things for your body. I think we owe it to ourselves to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. Not just in the mask, as we know we're having to invest in that. (laughs) Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. I was also having a conversation with my aunt today, and my aunt was like, hey, don't forget, we have an active hurricane season coming up. So she was like, you better start stocking up. And I was like, Mm. you know, again, just this whole, Mm. we're in a a cycle and a process. So, you know, before you start going and splurging and shopping for things you don't need, um, really think about what it is you're investing in. Your health is Mm. important. That's why we're doing this brain and body update. You know, and and also investing in those things that are uh, important for you to sustain a good quality of life. That's right. So I'm I'm all for it. I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for the vitamin D. That's right. I'm telling you know what I can say. Um, I think it was you, Joy, who told me about the kind of vitamin D that Mm -hmm. I take. Um, because hey, for all of my people of color out there, Mm -hmm. especially women. Sometimes we need a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that from my own experience, when I take it consistently, like even if I just take um, uh, one or 2,000 extra IUs, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel the difference. So I'm saying that from someone who has taken it. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes a difference. You know, some things you may not feel different or something like that. But remember, we're talking about vitamins. We're talking about things on the cellular level. So you're not going to necessarily see them right away or feel them right away. But again, this is still your health. That's right. Um, That's mm -hmm. right. And so for those of us who have been, you know, overindulging, this would be a great time to, Mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about being intentional. So is your intentional with your digital, be intentional with your physical. intentionally you know get in those things that are going to help move your body forward so that's right that's my thought on that and uh, I'm glad you brought that up Ashley and and talked about that this research has been excellent uh today Mm -hmm. and you see see we didn't come to play we didn't come I'm to play. telling you, we had to come drop some stuff. And you know what? I think those were actually two really good brain and body updates for people this week because, I mean, shoot, the digital and then getting your nutrition in. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's the beginning right there. Yep. That's so. it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of Olivia Newton John. Let's get physical. Physical. <laughs> oh, no. Wasn't that right? Office. There was an office episode huh. with Michael and Holly. Oh, where gosh. they did the song, but it was 
to try to help Holly, like, I guess she was doing a human resources update or something. Oh, yeah. They made a song. They made a song. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it was the cutest thing ever. And as you can see how quickly I get off track. All right. So. Uh, no, that was so, you know, when you first said the office, I, for some reason, thought you were going to talk about the time they made everybody walk up the stairs and Stanley was about oh to pass out. Oh, my God. Okay. First of anyway. all, that office episode, let me just say, mm. those of you who have not watched the office, you need to hurry and go in and get into it. But um, mm-hmm. when they went through the whole process to do, this is why this whole work, the, the work lose weight, biggest loser at work <laughs> can really be uh, detrimental to your health. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Stanley could barely get up the stairs. <laughs> and then oh um, mm. Mindy, what is her name on the show? I always say uh, Kelly. Kelly. I'm like, <laughs> Kelly. she's just Mindy in my mind right now. Right. But Kelly <laughs> was just, just drinking this weird Oh my juice. gosh. Yeah, about to kill herself because she wasn't eating. Yeah, oh like, let's not do that, people. <laughs> no. Someone was no. eating celery. Dwayne took, or was it, Dw- <laughs> not Dwayne. I'm thinking about Dwight. a different world. Yeah, Dwight like removed all of the cakes and cookies out of the vending machine and put oh my fruit and Mm. vegetables in there. (laughs) I'm like, did you wash them? Like, why? No, he didn't. Do you? Did he he plucked them from the ground? Yeah. Do you really think people are going to bend old stale celery, dude? I need you to like. Do something with yourself. <sighs> Dwight was just mm-hmm. out of control. He was so <laughs> rotten. He was horrible. Can y'all imagine going to the vending machine? You just wanted some Cheetos so bad. And you have like old celery and like rotten apples. And that's all you have. <laughs> mm, that's so sad. Oh my God. I'm like, oh. that. that is something. But yes. Yeah, so shout out to... Uh, all of the companies that used to do yes. all the biggest loser kinds of things because Mm-mm-mm. frankly uh yeah that that was a time <laughs> that was a time did I did win a biggest loser contest you once. did I remember that I did I rem- and didn't even Y'all lose that much weight I did but yeah. I didn't lose that much weight I lost body fat exactly Exactly. and I remember you worked very hard so y'all out there I remember that time and just kind of knowing her then she worked very hard I must say she really did change her lifestyle I'm a hard hard worker I didn't really have to do much though because I had already I'll tell the secret right so I had already lost (laughs) a ton of weight just on my own and Mm -hmm. like my my personal trainer at the time was like you should join Biggest Loser and Mm -hmm. she had all these tricks for me basically to do well I didn't realize that that's what she was doing but she really was and we had to do a lot of things we had to do all kinds of physical activities running all kinds of stuff on like the weekends but I can honestly say yes I did lose weight but more so I lost body fat percentage yeah and that was the thing that made the difference uh and that's why I won it wasn't because there were people that lost more weight than I did that in in terms Mm -hmm. of poundage but I lost more body fat yeah and so that was the important part so I would tell you too is don't be so concerned about the scale number but really Mm -hmm. looking at that body fat percentage because that tells the tale that's right you know and I just have a quick story about that I remember 
um, years ago, I had done some kind of like body analysis or something. And it's supposed to tell you, I guess your body set weight. Now I know the term, but it's supposed to tell you like your natural set weight. Right. And I'll never forget the scale. Like the lady looked at it and was like, huh? Oh, well, that number will change. And I, I was like, what? And I looked at it. I think it said my natural set weight was like 200 pounds or something to something. It was low to twos, but it was to something. And I just remember thinking it was like 230. And I was like, wait, but <laughs> why is it not like, <laughs> like, I was like, and I was young, way younger, y'all. I was like, why is it not like 120, like my friends and what do you mean? Like, and she was like, oh, that number will change. And I'm like, how? You look confused too. Uh-huh. Like, so <laughs> I, I think later I learned exactly <laughs> what you just said. It's like, please focus on the body fat. Like, don't. Let's get don't, physical. I, exactly. Physical. Let's get physical. Let's eat better. Talk about losing body fat and building muscle. Please don't get shocked and everything betrayed by the number on the scale don't don't pour that much energy into it please don't be careful let me make your body talk (laughs) oh god (laughs) well this is your brain and body update yes so challenge yourself (laughs) not to just sit and watch the office but maybe you can work out and watch the office at the same time i don't know that's true do something you may not be able to breathe if you're laughing exactly there you go there you go but that can also burn (laughs) calories i think laughter does burn calories so folks you know we can Mm -hmm. make this work and remember it's not the number on the scale um it's really uh it's more than that it's getting healthy Mm -hmm. mind body soul and spirit and so if we brought you anything today we've brought you the deeds on how to get your life in order, okay? We're doing it too. We're on it too. challenge yourself. Tune in to find out what happens next. Become a weird friend by joining our 24-7 community featuring blogs, forums, and weekly inspiration. Start now by following challenge.courage on Instagram and Facebook. And email us your thoughts, comments, and questions at nofakersinfo at gmail.com. Ciao.